0: What's up, my chaotic crew? Bentley Michaels here. Hey, sorry for the delay in this week's episode, but here in Oregon, if you've been watching the news globally, which I know that you all are, uh, we have a little bit of an ice storm and uh, powers out all sorts of things all over the places, but never fear. Bentley Michaels is here with power and heat and Wi-Fi for all. So I'm uploading the episode this week. Hopefully it goes out to everyone uh, as it should. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure you're your rating us, you're on Spotify, On, hey, we're on Stitcher again, I believe, uh, you know, on iTunes. Give us that five stars, baby, and, you know, leave us a review and we'll read it on the air. But enough of my hammering. On to the adventure. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of chaotic amateurs.
1: Welcome to k Amateurs, Internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. To my right, I have...
2: Dash as Threk as Wolfsbane. Bentley Michaels as Referee
3: in Nightmeadow. Rhett as Arthur Magnus.
1: Caleb as Scory Telbrun,
3: Milo as Bowl.
1: And last we left our adventurers, they had just finished a delicious breakfast with their new partner, Adrian... Let the adventure begin. Oh, very good. Uh, So I think I want to get started um, with the NPC intros right away on this. Um, So what's going to happen is uh, over the next two weeks, Adrian is going to start setting some things up. He's going to bring actual uh, staff on site. He is going to have people that uh, make food, bring food in, start fixing the floors, um, start tending to the gardens. Uh, Willem will kind of be in charge of them while he's away. Uh, and it's also setting up um, kind of trade uh, inroads with you in the city of Torilin. Um So there are some things in the woods that that have a benefit to the greater uh, Usama uh, nation, um, and th- those are going to be kind of provided as a, uh, you know, just just to get merchants and things to your residents, um, so you can start building those relationships with the the upper class of Usama. Um, but this is all just kind of getting it set up for the for the next two weeks, uh, b- between the Strummer Suicide Squad and. Um, this uh the the main campaign here you've all rolled for some npcs and have gained some benefits uh of this forest and chateau um i think we'll just start uh with wolf going around how in this two-week period do you meet with those people
2: uh well um those uh there was like three people that um I feel like from the Coliseum, some like fighters Mm -hmm. that I remember had like, uh, I obviously had talked to people about cord and, and then when they saw like how well we did in the tournament, um, uh, three of them decided to come and uh, pay me a visit and decided to kind of take up arms with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, they decided uh, that they're probably better off learning from such a skilled clearly superior warrior like myself and that they had had zero chance learning anything valuable from anyone else yeah and, they 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 kind of learned what they could from the coliseum um, right which was next to nothing compared to me and,
1: and, and so they've taken up residence <laughs> uh, in the chateau with you um, huh? mainly in the in the kind of barracks area there's a there's the armory uh, with with uh uh, bunk beds and things um that they're gonna uh take residence in and
2: uh, every morning they are there bright and early to to be trained by you yeah yeah so i'm I'm training them and then um the the other one is i would like to go and try and retrace my steps mm-hmm. uh, th- uh from my dream uh when i went through the woods and I found that I believe you said it was a cathedral, like a ruined cathedral.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: um,
1: yeah. well yeah, through your your vision uh, from kind of the, that Abalith dream, um, beyond the woods that you 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 know is kind of the Black Wolf's territory, right? Um, beyond that is this band, this this like line across the forest that. Hmm. Um, the ethereal plane exists in and then just beyond that is uh, the cathedral um, and so you, you spend a few days uh, just kind of trying to track your steps, where you were you come back for the right. day um, but you end up finding uh, the path that you took with the uh, right uh, instructor um, and you're able to at least get close to that ethereal barrier uh huh. Um, you know that it's dangerous to go in. You were prepared for it before. Uh, and yeah, yeah. But but you're, you're able to find the path to that place. And that's kind of the edge of the uh, forest
2: that Until... chateau
1: calls home.
2: Oh, OK. And then if I cross over and then on the other side is the black forest, right? Um, sorry. So what, what I'm referring to is the forest that the black wolf controls is the black forest. Gotcha. And, and that's then, beyond the ethereal band? So, here, let me explain it a little bit. So so the, the chateau is
1: next to a fork in the river. Um, okay. And so that fork uh, kind of borders the forest of the Black Wolf. And so it's the river, the river, and then that uh, band of the ethereal plane, that triangle is what makes up. The, um, the black forest. Oh, beyond okay. that ethereal plane, uh, it it becomes the normal again, um, and
2: that is where the cathedral is. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm gonna go beyond it.
1: So you so so you know that going into the ethereal plane in that section is dangerous. You were prepared for it in your dream, but you feel like it's. You would be hesitant to go alone.
2: Okay, then I don't do that. <laughs> um, but you at least get close, and you see the kind
1: of oddness that goes on with it. Kind of odd spirits kind of hang right. out off in the distance. Uh, the the color drains out of the world as you get closer to it. Uh, weird sounds emit from that place.
2: Okay uh yeah I don't really know what to do I guess I mean if it's too dangerous for me then I don't want to go in there yeah
1: um, but this is where you want to meet with the Beast lord right
2: right yeah, yeah. I just didn't know okay. if I had to go beyond that to no no
1: huh no we'll, we'll kind of keep it this this way because um, in in kind of a larger uh, you know from the glass cellar in town that the cathedral, is where you get to all that class. That's where all, where it all is. Gotcha. Okay, and okay. you you kind of understand uh, that it is not protected, but it's naturally difficult to get there. Gotcha. Only kind of the higher ups of the arcane schools are able to get there because they oh, okay. they can directly get there. You know, Got with it. enough preparation, you can pass through this ethereal plane onto the other side and sneak in there. Okay, but that takes preparation. As you're kind of surveying that scene, as you're just taking a look into this odd ethereal plane, the spirits kind of coming through it, um, you do hear almost too late footsteps that are just behind uh, some trees behind you.
2: Uh, I turn and look and I am going to take out my um, great axe and I'm going to try and um, see if I can See what is back there uh
1: standing uh, in line with the tree and letting just a little bit of themselves be shown mm-hmm. uh, with an arrow pointed at you is oh, this uh, person who's okay. just kind of giving you giving you an odd look, just kind of looking you up and down trying to figure out who you are
2: um, hmm. uh okay well I'm gonna um. You know, kind of raise my hands like, I mean you no harm. I'm simply trying to find my way from a dream. That sounds more cryptic. What are you doing here? Um, it's
1: not me. And you. did you have a specific race that you wanted this uh, NPC to be?
2: Uh, yeah, I thought it'd be cool if, since he is kind of like like in the forest and hunting and stuff, um, uh, if he was like a, um, an Earth Genasi. So he had, like, kind of, like, grayish skin, right? And, like, yeah. cracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, he had, like, long, wild, kind of crazy hair and, like, a beard. Mm-hmm. And did you have yeah. a name for him? Yeah, uh, Crag. Crag.
1: Crag, uh, you know, kind of lowers lowers the bow down, um, but mm-hmm. still has his hands on it and looks at you and, and just uh, says, You're trying to find... <laughs> A place through a dream <laughs> that doesn't sound too far fetched out here. Weird things happen out here, especially if you spend too much time.
2: <laughs> and that's that's the perfect voice because I imagined casting him, uh, as uh, Vin Diesel, so that was actually uh, spot on. Spot on, good, uh, good. A <laughs> little, little note there, Vin Diesel, I guess, <laughs> voice. Uh, yeah, no, um. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but, uh, um, well, I, I live in the chateau nearby with my other adventurers, and, well, it's, it's, it's a long story, but, uh, I've, uh, I've,
1: uh, I, I've seen your lot cruising around the
2: forests. Yes. Tried to stay away. You're here to stay? Uh, it appears we are going to be here for quite <laughs> some time, uh. Perhaps you could come and join us, Uh, lend us your arrow, (laughs) as it were. That may be a good thing. The the woods are always
1: out to get you out here, and I've made my way pretty well, but I do wonder if more danger is coming. There seems to be some shifting in the branches, and you, you kind of feel a wind pass by as he says that.
2: Yes, exactly, and it's like I always say: a pack could always use one more lone wolf. <laughs> <What>? A pack—that's—that's <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you. I just thought of it.
1: <laughs> oh, wow! You don't get a lot of jokes out here with just the with the squirrels
2: and the eyes. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh! That's that's good. Huh? I tickled uh, you, didn't it? Yes, good. It did uh, have a similar sense of
1: humor. Um, and so you, you lead them back, uh, along the chateau. Uh, crag kind of shows you some, some ways through the woods that, um, you would have known to, to take, um, uh-huh. just some nice shortcuts, uh, ways to get down cliff sides and hills. Uh, they seem to be well versed in this forest. Um, and you do notice that they even have like a pin, um, oddly, uh, um, as part of their leather, uh, their kind of scavenged leather outfit that bears the House Magnus symbol. Uh, oh. You can ask about it, and he's like, yeah, I, I, uh, I found this on a, a, a dead body. Uh, it seems to offer some amount of protection from the darker things in
2: the forest. Yes, we are a swirl. I believe you should meet One of my companions, he is actually related to the Magnus. Uh, Is that right? Yes. I've heard a bit about them.
1: They once were the greatest hunters that Usama had. (laughs) I've studied a bit of what they were able to do. I I was able to take a few books, actually, from the uh, house years ago. Oh, Really? Oh, that is fascinating. I'd love to have a look at those books. Oh, yeah, yes. And he kind of pulls out of his, his um, bags a couple well-worn uh, books uh, that detail some of the prey that is found out here in the wilds. And uh, one is also a, a ledger that um, looks like Gaston kept. And it was his personal notes about the forest.
2: Um, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'd li- I'd like to study that, like to take time to study that. Like, Oh you know, yeah. Of, of course. He kind of like hands it over. Like, yeah. you know, he had done something bad a long time
1: ago and he's, it's trying yeah. to repay. Oh, re- no.
2: It is quite all right. I understand your, your hesitancy or a bit of anxiety about having taken the books, but don't worry. It's, uh, it, it was abandoned, but now we are here and, and now you can join us. Uh, That'll be
1: good. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you guys make your way back to the chateau. Um, on the way, Craig lets you know that they've been um, hunting in this in this forest for like five, six years. Um, oh, wow. They, they sometimes go to the town to sell things that they need to sell, gather supplies, but mostly <laughs> tries to live off the land here. Um, and has really integrated themselves into into the ecosystem of the forest. Um, yeah, sweet. Uh, yeah. So, so you have somebody who knows this this well, and and will f- uh, after after two weeks, you you gained enough trust uh, with them that they will they will fight with you. Um, no, not against you, but they they will fight <laughs> and then alongside.
2: After two weeks, we will have a fight to the death.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you, I, I assume one of the days you you have them training with your uh, trainees, and mm-hmm. um, they they show a marked uh, level of improvement over the the people you've brought to train. Like this is Craig is somebody who knows what they're doing. Nice, um, and Sick. and will even take on uh, some tr- some training roles if you wanted them to. Like they yeah. they will train if if desired. I do. Awesome. Um you are my
2: best friend now. <laughs> uh
1: and your your training pit uh, is kind of out front and some of the the people that Adrian is bringing on is able to um you know they they put some weapon racks up. They 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 create some some dummies that can be used um and and if if there's anything else you want them to do you can kind of uh dictate how they're they're building the pit the fighting arena which is you know this kind of like 15 by 15 area that you've been kind of pounding out um, yeah yeah you've been here
2: cool uh yeah i mean a a station for like um you know archers and a station for like um you know dummies for like sword stuff and Mm then um
0: Yeah, and then like a, a I sand you were pit. Real dummies. I was like, "You're know, like the stupid soldiers over there." Like.
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, and then some dummies we can just hit on, and then <laughs> uh, and then like a sand pit for like hand to hand and like grappling conditioning. Okay. Nice. For jujitsu. Because <laughs> <laughs> as a fighter, he is well rounded in 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 all forms of of combat. So, and he wants his soldiers to be the same.
1: All right, and there is some. Um... Training mechanics that we might get into later, um, that we might build off of that, which would be fun. Um, going around the circle there, uh, Riff, uh, you have uh, someone to meet as well, and some magic to study.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna like kind of like sequester up into the library during this time, mm-hmm. uh, as much as I can. Uh, the first thing I would like to do, though, is like you know, on a on a on a nice morning, or even just right after breakfast, if there doesn't seem to be any other thing pressing, I'm gonna walk, like where I met my Kimbuku buddies, like down the river into that area, mm-hmm. and also sort of like uh sort of back a little bit farther, kind of like where I met um my pal from town, uh, my the, the the royal kid or whatever, like cause there's yeah. like a river and mm-hmm. stuff back there or whatever, right? Yep, yeah, uh, yeah. There's so a, I'm basically, that, that's the
1: fork of the river there.
0: Yeah, I'm basically I'm I'm wood shopping. I'm trying to I'm I'm looking at like my the handles on my chucks and I'm trying to find like the perfect tree. Like, you know, uh, I know they've got some like cooler sort of like darkened wooden type of trees and stuff back there when I was like looking around before. Uh and I just want to find like the piece of uh the perfect uh you know, like part of a tree that uh, you know, that's like, you know uh, I was thinking how, like, because I just saw this image, like, you know, like those trees, like where they fall over, but somehow they still stay alive. And then, like, trees start, like, growing off the top of them and stuff of like the body yeah. or whatever. Nursery logs. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, something like that. Like, I, I, yeah, I and... saw a tree like that. And I was like, that seems like the perfect uh, piece of wood for some new chucks uh, for, for, for double chucking.
1: Yeah. You, I would say, find, um, especially in that area, you're you're looking around the, the old hollowed out tree that the kenku had used as a hideout um, a little beyond it you find the top portion of that that nice. has fallen over and started to decay over time there's sections of it that are well, that are not rotted away mm-hmm. um, but have hardened uh, it's like where the, where the uh, branches have come off uh, those knots um, looking at that you're able to kind of cut away some of those, and those can be used to create a very hard um, chuck.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and, and so, I yeah. Over the, the over the course like of the two weeks, these ones these ones have like the blades that come off the bottom. I think using mm-hmm. that idea of like the knots, I'm gonna like sort of almost have it like there's like there's like fat knots at the bottom of it so it's like Ooh, yeah. getting hit over the head with like a shalele almost kind of type of deal you know like when mm-hmm. i swing chucks. chucks yeah shalele chucks Naughty i've got chucks. knife chucks and i got shalele chucks and if, uh, if it
1: ever comes up we'll say that uh you, you do you know slashing damage with the the ones and bludgeoning damage with the others cool
0: yeah
2: that's sick uh
0: yeah and then like i would like to kind of like go into uh i i want to take the uh the option you gave me of uh uh someone showing up from the uh the shadow fell or ethereal plane It mm-hmm. just seems like something that now that i've gone to like a, a you know i've been inside of a different dimension i've been meditating you know we kind of like have that idea you know uh at the beginning of last season where when we were at the 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 warforge thing like i could kind of like see on a different plane or whatever Mm -hmm. so i think that option makes the most sense to me uh that i would be meditating and like you know somebody from the fucking shadow shows up and uh, yeah is there to mentor me or something
1: yeah as you're as you're um over by that that fallen tree um you you've cut away this this wood that you're going to use to make the chucks uh and and you take you, you take a, a moment there to, to just kind of remember all the stuff that had happened here. Um you take a moment to meditate. You think on think on, you know, the, the Kenku where Zephyrus has died, the fact that this place was ripped from the abyss uh or up to the abyss. Um and you, you enter that, that trance state where you're kind of thinly between worlds. And you notice, um... just perched at the top of this tree is this dark figure. Um... You see kind of shadows kind of pull off of them. They have slits where eyes would be. They have a humanoid arrangement of limbs, but they're kind of hunched over. And they just kind of are curiously looking down at you. They've got this kind of long um... Face to them, but just kind of shadows wrapped around them, and and this is this is a creature, uh, not a creature you've seen before, but at least a spirit that that is familiar to you in a way. There were a lot of these spirits at the school. Um, they tend to be from old dead things. Your assumption is that this is probably the spirit uh, that once was this tree, hmm. and it's. Curious about you, hmm. and just kind of watches you as you you do your thing, and as you you know go to leave, it takes a moment and it follows quietly behind you. You can't hear that it moves. You can see as long as you kind of concentrate and keep focusing on the different dimensions that you're you're trying to kind of ride the line between. Mm-hmm. You can see it, um, and it just follows you. Just kind of curious of where you're going okay Um, yeah I'm uh, so I definitely see it though yeah you kind of have to concentrate to do it Uh, and over the next two weeks um, especially you know spending time in the library and the uh, um, so yeah spending time in the library uh, it just kind of perches itself on the tops of bookshelves Mm. no one else can really see it except for you and it just is curious about the things going on. Hmm. Um, you develop a relationship with it. Uh, it's able to talk a little bit um, telepathically with you, I'll say. Okay. And and um, it lets you know that it is just, you know, it finds this world that you live in just curious
0: yeah, it's pretty crazy, but also it's super awesome. But also I'm interested in where you came from because I, you know, I've, I've gone I've gone between planes before. I know what's going on. I'm one with the mm-hmm. shadows. Well, trying to be one with the shadows.
1: It's, uh, it's kind of, it, it, it slowly comes down and, and is just perched itself on the, on the table that you're working at.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, Like, just with its kind of odd claw hand, just kind of touches the paper that you're reading from. book is just... This... Oh, this is me. This is... This is tree. (laughs) This
0: is tree like me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we haven't uh, figured out a way to, I guess, not use uh, you as paper. But... There's some really good stuff on this. I gotta tell you, <laughs> this book is pretty awesome. He's uh, so your buddy, your cousin, or whoever this was. Like, it's serving a good purpose. He's full of secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like to learn secrets. I, I like reading. He knows I like to learn stuff. He knows much. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And and it kind of like pulls up a little bit as it's as it's doing, it, and it pulls like this little wisp, this little like. Blue and gray bit of energy. Is this? Hey, trees know much. <laughs> trees know. Hey, trees have seen so much. Right. That makes sense. And it kind of like pushes the wisp, uh, like into into your brain almost. It kind of just okay wiggles its way into your ear. You don't feel it. And you immediately get this sensation of a bright summer day. Oh. And the sun shining and it being on your branches and that feeling amazing.
0: Hmm. Wow. Ah, it's good secret. Yeah, that's gonna be my new happy place when I meditate. Ah, oh, good. Good.
1: And as this is happening, uh, this is when somebody else comes into the room. uh, We'll say Strix, and uh, Strix just kind of looks up and says, "Hey, what's that? Who's your friend?"
0: Um. uh, Well, yeah, he's from a different uh, realm, I suppose. Uh, I don't know i probably should have asked him his name hey i had a, I had sort of like a different uh i didn't know what kind of creature that you were going to be uh i had i i sort of envisioned uh him initially as like sort of like a, a wispy shadowy dark elf type of like high dark elf type of thing yeah uh but uh and i was going to call him gallandale gallandale
1: yeah um. Yeah, so you see the books that you're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, you see one of the books is opened okay. to a page and it has a picture. It has a... Uh, describing the author of the book mm-hmm. um, and it's this dark elf and the shadow creature kind of just looks around and sees it and says, ah, I'm Galandale. And just... Adopts this form of this sh- this not a dark elf but but just the shadow of a dark elf gotcha. you can see where its facial features are and it's just
0: kind of slowly kind of pulsing with shadow cool that's awesome uh, that's what it looks yeah. like when I become one with the shadows
1: <sighs>
0: great work Gallandale <laughs> uh,
1: and so yeah over the course of the the, the two weeks you you uh um work with this thing and and realize that it's kind of has glommed on to you it was the spirit of that tree and this is kind of it's last bit of life and it's deciding to uh, explore the world outside
0: ah okay cool well I mean you know I'll they can follow me around like I'll do training with Mr. Wolf whenever I can or like you know with his recruits or whatever and show him some of my martial skill at, you know if he wants me to help like or, you know, lead a yoga class or something and then mm-hmm. the rest of the time I just want to be in the library and, and learning and reading about stuff because it feels like Gallandale sort of has like a different perspective on on magic so it's like when I think about it then it's like his way of thinking about it like is starting to like make me think differently about mm. you know traversing the shadows if you will
1: nice I like that I like that a lot um. Yeah, it's taking taking kind of your arcane study and really helping you focus on the parts of it that you learned from school. Those those you know keeping keeping secrets and keeping in the shadows.
0: Yeah, I, I want to say that I almost like what I'm doing. I think is like the way Gallandale's making me think about it is it's like it's not just shadows. Think of it like you know also as like illusionary uh, illusionary you know type of wizardry and that sort of stuff. It's just. So it's like you can do those same sorts of spells it's just but it but you're using the shadows and this and the stuff around you to like manipulate and that sort of thing
1: yeah um do you know what spell you would like to research um or at least the 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 framework uh of kind of what you're you're shooting for
0: is this the first one or the second one that you're giving me
1: um the, the the first the, one cre- with like
0: the tower uh, thing or whatever.
1: The it, it'll be the spell creation, not
0: the. Okay, school. so the second one. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about um, blur, basically, but Ooh, okay. um, but using it like almost like where I kind of like uh, yeah, I blur, but also it's like I if there's like you know if 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 shadows were being cast, it's like I become part of that thing like on the wall or something like that you know what i mean or it's like unless you like you you magic you know you lancaster mall magic magic eye you know the check or whatever like i just Mm -hmm. look like i've become something you know that it's part of like the shadows until you make oh no never mind that's the real thing over there i was sort of yeah thinking about tooling it like that
1: yeah okay cool yeah no we'll we'll work on the what the mechanics end up being for that but yeah you're studying blur uh the spell blur but uh, but adding this this shadow touch to it. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. We will we will work on that. Do, do 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 that and that. Um, yeah. Going around Arthur.
3: Why? Yes. Do, do. Remember. Do. That's right. Well, oi, mate.
1: so yeah in this in this two weeks um you yeah you're gonna meet you're gonna meet NPC. how do you meet this this new character
3: yeah i mean i imagine since i'm so kind of like tightly wound with adrian now is adrian does he have anything to do with the dragon council at all uh
1: you find out from adrian um you're you're you end up going to some uh meetings in town uh just to go over paperwork and stuff yeah um and and you guys have you, you know you share you share uh, some time at the, the the local bar um afterwards and and he discusses with you that you know he wasn't quite as forthcoming as he might have been uh at your breakfast and uh let you know that he has aspirations to be inducted into the Council of Dragons. Oh, gotcha. Um, as he said before, there is no copper dragon on the Dragon yeah, Council. Yeah.
3: Okay, that's what I remembered about. Uh,
1: in this, in this very bar, he said that. Um, and so, and so, he lets you know that, at least from his point of view, he's interested in in pursuing that path. And uh,
3: I feel like maybe maybe what we do is is that you know, since we're making so much noise out at the Chateau like, I would imagine that the dragons must know about Adrian, you know like they know about Adrian um, maybe not?
1: So he, he lets you know that they know about Drion, <laughs> which is his name as a dragon got you,
3: but they don't know Adrian
1: they do not know Adrian and he, he says, that's, that's, that's why I told you no one else can know. Well, then maybe... About our, about my little secret. Because from both sides, I would receive a hefty walloping.
3: Maybe what it is, is that the Dragon Council knew that Drion was living here before.
1: Yeah, Drion. yeah, he as a dragon has been here. They, they know that he at least in the wilds outside of Usuma in this area, so the forest, the mountains.
3: So maybe, he has held his home. Maybe this is their way of sort of tracking his behavior, and they send somebody to you know see what's going on with Usama, see what's going on with Dreon, and they find like in his old roost, in his old lair, is now these upstarts piecing things back together doing stuff. Is this too much of a stretch?
1: No, no, no. Uh-uh. no oh, I like this.
3: And and so you know, obviously, the Dragon Council is not really welcome in Usuma, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So they 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 get this this elf elvish person, mm-hmm. and uh, basically uh, she is a, a liaison slash spy slash whatever, and and um and yeah, I would imagine just through the Dragon Council's own interest in trying to track Dreon we're going to play maybe this sort of delicate game where like they come to check out what's going on. And I kind of strike up a a friendship or whatever, like I do with everybody I meet. And, um, (laughs) and she's collecting information back for the dragon council. And through our relationship, I'm kind of able to like keep a little bit of tab on the dragon council and learn things that, that, you know, Adrian would have never told me,
1: Mm
3: -hmm. um, that he might not even know, you know, and therefore maybe keep him a little bit apprised I don't know. How does this sound? Is this too yeah,
1: much? Yeah. So, so what we'll say is, is as you're kind of going, going over the the day's uh, meeting, um, a, you're you're in that same booth up top in the in the bar. Yeah. Uh, spiders. Um, and and after a few drinks, he kind of points down to this, uh, yeah. uh, elf that's that's below, and he says, "You see her? She's gonna want to talk to you. Um, she represents." the council. Be friendly. Keep my secrets, but be friendly. They, I'm sure, have many threads that they're trying to pull at. Let's see if we can pull our own, huh?
3: Oh, I like this.
1: And he, he just kind of invites you to go, um, you know, interact with them. Uh, and and when you do, they do, do they have a name?
3: Um, yeah. Um, Rivelin or Riva for short.
1: Perfect. Um, so yeah, you go down to meet uh, Riva. Um, and it does seem that, that she is there to specifically talk to the new uh, proprietors of the Chateau de Magnus. Yeah.
3: Is there a problem with the way that I, my appearances for anybody in town? Like would I be hiding that um, or does it matter?
1: There, I mean, Usama is a diverse nation. Okay, cool. Um, some people, you know, are are a bit wary of you. Uh, those people are mostly assholes. Um, but but no, I mean, cool. you know, there's there's yeah, people of all all, all sorts in Usama. Um, but yeah, you 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 strike up a conversation with them as Adrian plays uh, on stage. Nice. Um, and. And they are there uh, to... uh, Reva's there. She she wants to... help you. Uh, She knows that... the... family Magnus once... hunted the things in the wilds. And if that's going to happen again, she needs to be made aware of it. And the Dragon Council needs to be made aware of it. So that your interests do not clash yeah she says uh i do hope you won't be <laughs> shooting dragons out of the air again i know your people once did that
3: <laughs> well i assure you madam that i do not intend to shoot such magnificent beasts from the sky nor do i tend to hunt them through the woods or on the crests of mountains we intend to let sleeping dogs lie and bygones be bygones. Of course, if the Dragon Council is amenable to that.
1: Oh, the Dragon Council wants to uphold the treaty. Uh, of course, it has served them well. Uh, now, we do understand you'll be taking an expedition down to the wastes, and we are interested in what Usuma plans for that area. We have some claims that we'd like to discuss. Perhaps we can gain information as you explore a bit more.
3: Well, I think friendly exchange of information between peers, between friends, perhaps. Uh, There's always a beneficial arrangement to be made for the both of us, I'm certain.
1: I would imagine, yes. Uh, And if we are to make this sort of arrangement, I of course would want to offer a show of good faith. If you're willing to work with us, work with the council, send us some of the information that you gathered down in the wastes. Uh, we have provided a comfortable means of transport to get you there.
3: Absolutely, Reva. I believe that you have yourself a bargain.
1: Well, whenever you are ready to leave, you just let me know. We will head there together. I've come here on horse and buggy uh, lavishly decorated. It will be up to your standards, I'm sure.
3: I do like to lavish myself in luxury.
1: Um, and and kind of at this time, you hear Adrian singing a classic, uh, you know, um, song of how the old uh, soldiers of Usama um, were able to fell five dragons in a single <laughs> night, in a single battle. Um, and Riva doesn't pay any attention to it, but but Adrian does give you a, a nice wink as he's singing his, his song. Um, and yeah, over the the same thing, over the course of the two weeks, you you gain a relationship with, with Riva. Um, they tend to stay in town. They have a um, room, a place to stay within the castle itself. Um, They're being set up there, set up by the Lord and the Lady of the town. Um, but if you want to work with the Dragon Council on things, they will be available to you.
0: Sweet. Uh, Brett, I thought you were going to... <laughs> I thought you were like doing it for dramatic effect. I thought you were going to go. I do declare. <laughs> 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 no, no, I missed an opportunity there. <laughs> That's why I started laughing. I was like, "Oh fuck."
1: Um, the the night kind of drags on a bit, or not drags on, but the night the, the night continues. Uh, you meet back up with Adrian, and he introduces you to a number of people in town. Um, he asks you to do what he does and adopt a different form before you meet them. Easy. Um, And he tells you, I just, it's a random one for me every time. I try to keep it different. Um, We're going to meet some people. These are people that work for me. uh, But they don't know they work for me. They know they work for whoever this is. And he changes into um, like a, a tall Goliath. Like a tall, kind of lanky Goliath, um, that looks like he would rob you. It says so, let's go. Uh, and and he <laughs> introduces awesome. himself as oh, I forget the name. We're gonna say Warren. Call my life My name isn't
4: Warren. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, introduces himself as Warren to these people, and once that name is spoken, uh, they're like oh uh, yeah what do we uh, what 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 do we need what do you need us to do um, and then he introduces you if you want to give me an alias another alias
3: uh, yeah absolutely so I've just uh, adopted the form of the most nondescript human being possible and uh, <clears throat> clear my accent I'm like yes hello I'm Elian
2: Elian <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, you're going to say Rhett. <laughs> so did I. So did I. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, oh, just say your Rhett.
3: Another missed opportunity.
1: Just not there. Um, <laughs> and so he introduces you to about a dozen different people and lets them know that you will also be giving them instructions. Um, it seems that Adrian has a network of people that will do what he wants. Um, and he has is, he is given this this uh, to you as well and so this is your gather intel um ability that i was uh, talking about um you can pay these people to get information they know a lot about usama and can get information about the nation itself um like you know if you if you're going on an adventure basically you can roll a gather in intel check and you can find out some things from these people that you might not have known before.
3: Perfect.
1: Um, and you use that cool. alias to do so, Elian.
3: Dope. Okay.
1: Do, 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 do. Scory. Yes, sir. You are meeting someone. Who are you meeting?
4: Um, I was thinking about hijacking a name of my character from Dash's Evil campaign. Uh, Roman Black Roman Black and it's okay. B- uh, B-L-A-Q-U-E
1: A-Q-U-E perfect
4: um, and the way I envision it happening is similar to uh, what Dash did kind of thinking about the the dream, the vision that I had when I was knocked out by mm-hmm. the Iron Ablist and not really consciously retracing my steps more so recalling the pact that I made um, in it and kind of wandering around trying to track anything that may be a risk to the forest and the chateau um, and and in in doing so stumble on one of the kind of highlight sites from that vision um, again completely not intending to but just is so enveloped in in the task of hunting, um, he just finds himself at one of those locations, um, and I think I we had talked about the cave, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. if if it could be maybe in the that that um, ravine where the
1: yeah yeah
4: came a- across the corpse with the different symbols and and items.
1: Yeah, um actually, yeah, that's that's neat. Um you, I would say as, as you're going, uh, through this uh, this walk basically checking on the forest and trying to listen to it as you you make your, you know your rounds, um, listening to the animals, listening to the trees, the wind, uh the the howl of the black wolf off far in the distance um and not trying to find the place that you were before but ending up there anyways it's almost you, like i'm being
4: guided without knowing it or pulled
1: towards yeah, it and and you find yourself at a massive maple tree
4: ha <laughs> yeah
1: um and and as you kind of approach it, you expect there to be someone there and there is, Hmm. and this is going to be Roman black. Um, who I know it says elf ambassador, but did you want it? You want them to be a different race?
4: Um, dealer's choice. Okay. I, I would say that while going through the forest though, I, um, I don't remember. Did I lose my mask? I feel like I rolled bad and maybe something happened to my mask.
1: If, if it did in the dream, it didn't translate okay. to the, yeah, the, I, the real world. I don't
4: recall if, if I may be misremembering, but um, I would probably have the mask on and also utilizing that that little um, necromancy lens thing that's in it.
1: Oh, true, remember. true. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Because you've got the glass installed yeah. Uh, yeah. as part of the eyes. Um, thanks to ball yeah okay. we'll say because this is from there i
4: I had an idea yeah hit me i mean um i I feel like this person maybe we had talked about it uh, this person coming from vassaire um kind of somehow connected to my my training as a seer mm-hmm possibly a, maybe a retired professor of, um, that, um, took note of my skill, of Scori's skill or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, possibly specific, specifically, Did I cut out?
1: Yeah, we cut out there for a bit.
4: Um, Possibly uh, the oh, am I cutting out again?
1: No, no, you're good now. Okay, okay.
4: Um, uh, Possibly the professor that helped me learn to read runes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This and I was even thinking. um, So it's a dwarf. Okay. um, Thin-haired, long braided black beard. Um, and as as you approach, you have your mask on, and you do get this sense of necromancy faintly from them. Mm. And they're just kind of standing there, looking up at the tree, just waiting, because they know you're going to arrive. They know you're going to be here. And when you when you kind of approach, they just turn. Uh, Scory,
4: how are you? I recognize that voice. Uh, I pull off the mask and
1: Professor Black. Mm. Um, And I would actually say instead of Professor, he would go by Seer.
4: Okay. Uh, Seer Black. What are you doing out here?
1: Mm. I. I was brought here. Uh, The winds are changing. They've been changing for some time. I started making my journey a month ago. I don't know why, but the spirits brought me here. I know why now. Does anybody
4: else know that you're here?
1: Uh, People that would care to know, I'm sure would I didn't tell anyone though
0: there's no need
1: so it
4: seemed the ancestors wanted us to uh, reunite
1: <sighs> yeah what can I do sit with me there's something about this tree listen to the forest let us hear what it tells us okay and yes. the, the two of you yeah you sit down and you just kind of listen to the forest you listen for those things and you meditate for a bit and he just kind of looks over at you after after like ten minutes is, you found uh, a place here This place is connected to you. This tree is yours, isn't it?
4: I don't claim ownership, but I... Oh. I do agree that I, I do... I am connected.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. You're... tied up in its roots. Your path is... Your path is like it always has been. It's in the wind.
4: Uh, Scory chuckles. <laughs> I believe you're right. I have a. I made a pact, uh. to protect this place.
1: Huh. Didn't think that's something you would ever do.
4: Yeah, I thought. Pledging allegiance to anything but my own fate was uh, a thing of the past, but um, fate has a funny way of of uh, forcing itself upon
1: you. Hmm. Scory, you'll learn one of these days. Uh, the paths, the spirits, they they don't force us anywhere. It's up to us to let them... Show us the way, the way that we want to take, the way that's laid out for us. It's hard to understand it. So much chaos in this world. But if you calm your mind, you can see it. And he kind of gets up, ears, bones creaking. (laughs) Tell me. Tell me the stories that you've seen. On your ways beyond Vassar, I think I think this place and Vassar need to talk. Hmm. And as you guys make your way back to the chateau, um, you know, you just go over the stories that that uh, uh, brought you here. That's the stuff he wants to know specifically, and mm-hmm. he tells you the same the stories that that brought him there, and they are odd signs um, of the of the world that told him to somehow get here. Um, and and he he comes to the conclusion at a, you know at the after a couple of weeks after staying with you and talking with you that that his place at least for the moment is here. Um, he wants to. Uh, find his path, and and at the moment his path is here.
4: Yeah, I I would respond by saying uh, you've given me so much. You've taught me the skills that have uh, provided for me for so long, and likewise have gotten me here. The least I could do is uh, offer you a place to stay, mm-hmm. and
1: um,
4: hopefully help help you find your way. <sighs>
1: Thank you, Scory. Very good. Um, so yeah, you you also have an ambassador to the uh, the realm of Vassur or Vaser. Uh So the same thing. They are an organization that that if if you share similar interests, they will work with you. Mm. Um they are you know that they are south e southwest of the wastes, um, along what is known as the trench.
4: Mm. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, and then the other thing that uh you you now have the ability to do is your druid grove that you have been tending to for for weeks now, uh actually lets you siphon off an amount of power from the forest itself and the black wolf.
4: That's awesome.
1: Okay. And you're able to cast spells seasonally and yearly um, because of that. Uh, Very cool. So, yeah,
4: I would make sure on our way, on our way back, I would show him that, that spot where I meditate and I uh, set the tower of small stones, mm-hmm. which happened to be Agnes's, you know, happy place as well.
1: Yeah. Perfect. And and he's yeah he's very interested in that and and that tends to be where he spends his time in meditation, mm. um, and he tends to sleep outside as well. He he makes himself uh, comfortable, you know, within the boughs of the trees. Yeah, I
4: feel like uh, ever since having that vision, that Scory feels kind of a, a a kinship with Agnes, kind of holding on a little bit to to her spirit,
0: mm-hmm. and. Uh,
4: I'm getting the the vibe that that Roman also feels it. Maybe not with a specific name or anything like that, but can kind of feel that that spirit in that area.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He kind he of lets you know that that the care of whoever tended this place before mm-hmm. he, he can see in the way that you know the the older trees have grown. And the the younger um, uh, like bushes have have made themselves integrated in the surrounding area. This is a well uh, tended um, grove because it has seen years of neglect, but still maintains mm-hmm. a lot of the the druid craft that that went into it before. Very cool uh, ball. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're at the end there, but uh, (laughs) Balm, you have somebody to meet as well and spells to study.
5: Yes, yes. Um, So mine is Arahaju. She's a gnome. Um, I was thinking I would meet her at Clarvana's magic shop um, where we did the potions and stuff.
1: Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. She's, she's doing some uh, repair work to the uh, uh, shop. Somebody came in and tried to make off with some product. Uh, and a spell went the wrong way. Well, the right way. Destroyed some of the shop, but took out the uh, thief. But yeah, uh, I see her
5: there, and she's like working on some stuff. I notice uh, an article of clothing uh, reminds me of... Uh, uh ostrana's boutique in uh the silver coast and and i noticed the emblem and and i, I approach her oh so where did you get that clothing there Female
1: gnome voice <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be way up here it's a high voice because you're a small lady oh this thing <laughs> Well, I'm part of the uh, Merchant <laughs> Guild in uh, the Silver Coast. Uh, you know, I've found my way up here and... Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's really high. And, that's going to be uh, rough,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to her too much. <laughs> uh,
1: there's some interesting uh, things up here. I'm actually trying to scavenge some Warforged parts. Did you know that the... Oh, well, you, sir... Sure. Wait... The Blue Are you Aura Forged?
5: Oh yeah um, I actually uh, uh, Come from Stoningrad there.
1: I've done some work In Stoningrad That's, huh, It's good to see a familiar face You know they don't quite have The luxuries here that The uh, Silver Coast has Definitely don't have any trains Getting around is quite a <laughs> <laughs> Troublesome endeavor
5: can you hear the train that's in the background here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> that's funny. Oh uh, uh, no, they they are uh, they're a little bit behind here, I guess. Uh, hmm, you uh, say that? Seems like you, you do a bit of carpentry work,
1: there. Oh yeah, yeah, making a few coins, trying to travel. Um.
5: Well, that's that's great. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm all gone? for travel and and. And, you know, seeing new things and exploring. Actually, as a matter of fact, I've uh, I've got a mansion uh, up the road a little ways. And we've got some, you know, servants building stuff. But they could probably use a lead carpenter if, if you're interested in the work.
1: Oh, I'm dying, I'm dying for the work. Uh, after I'm done here. Yes, absolutely. I need myself a patron that's willing to pay and has the means to do so.
5: Huh. What a... Uh, what a- I go ahead and pull out uh, the 10 gold that I have on me, and I give it to her. I say, okay, well, consider yourself hired.
1: Why, oh, boy. boy, thank you, sir. I, I'll be right there. I'll, I'll, I'll finish up here. I'll, I'll pack my things, and I'll be right over. We'll go over all the plans. Whatever you need built, you just let me know, and I'll get it made. Yeah, absolutely. Of course,
5: finish up here. Cleverna's a great woman. I kind of give her a nod. And... Uh yeah whenever you get a chance it's just up the road um if you want to meet me at the library i've got a little bit of uh errands to run there as well but perfect good uh,
1: uh, the name's ara good to meet you nice to meet you i'm ball ball that's a good name and so yeah you you uh hire um ara you can keep your 10 gold uh adrian pays you back uh with petty cash um uh, so yeah, a- anyone that needs hired for this, Adrian takes care of. He takes care of the upkeep for for everyone's uh, um, hirelings, as a, he, as it were.
2: He's our money daddy. Exactly, is the money <laughs> dragon? Uh, yeah, money dragon. Sorry. <laughs> um, do Do
1: you know what spell you would want to to research? Do you know what spell you're working on?
2: Um, I know
5: that I want to do Transmutation because that makes the most sense for Maul. Um, specifically, I think the spell that he would want to play with uh, can it be a spell that I'm already going to have access to or should I choose one that I don't have access to or how does that work exactly?
1: No, you want to choose what you have access to. So so, so a spell you already know. Okay, so enlarge and reduce. Ooh enlarge and reduce okay you're gonna start working on that um do you know what you kind of want to do with it or do we do we want to we we can figure out that later yeah we'll just have to figure out later i've thought about it too in depthly. so i'll give you some options um so yeah so so the library and the uh, arcane laboratory um have the necessary components to to take a look at at these things um easy and you start start working on researching the spell to, and over the, the course of the two weeks, uh, immediately the floor gets fixed. First week, floor's fixed. Um, there's no longer a hole in the main room of the uh, chateau. Nice. Uh, and anything that you want, any additions to the the uh, chateau that you want to have happen, if you want to make changes to rooms, if you want to have her construct other things, uh, she is your go-to gal. More shadows. Uh, What's she going isn't a tinkerer, but she can integrate some aura if she had access to do it, because she True. is familiar with it. Okay, cool. What's going on with the uh, dungeon below? <laughs> dungeon below.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, do you 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 guys know the passphrase to open up the uh, fountain uh, that leads downstairs. Um, it is barren. Uh, as much as you can tell, there's. Um, at the end of the hall, you know that the chest is there, the iron-bound chest. Um, there's two other open doors and
2: one locked door still down there.
3: It's mm. Time to
2: throw some baddies down there. I uh, turn this into our own prison industrial complex. Yeah, at <laughs> <laughs> a contract with the state. I was oh, yeah. thinking
3: maybe we should talk to the Lord and Lady of Usama.
2: Oh There's yeah. Well, how's <laughs>
5: yeah. sorry? Go on. There's a lot more uh, room in that box than it looks. So,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Fit a few people in there. <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I think yeah, I, I've got to get, my got to get my, I got to get uh, se- several income streams happening here. Like,
3: yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's,
0: Diversify. Yeah. That's how you make you get, money. Yeah. You, get you put portfolio. your money to work. You know, it, it, it seems as if Adrian
1: is taking care of all of that so that you don't have to worry about spreadsheets. Oh, which is so very nice, I think.
3: He's really good at mental math.
1: You don't yeah. want to do
2: that kind of TNT, Alex. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I, I got spreadsheets for other things.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess um, we should be worried that an older man is paying for our way in life and asking <laughs> very little in return. Yeah,
3: been Zephyr's or Arthur's whole way of life. So <laughs> This is nothing new.
2: Finding a new sugar daddy. <laughs> sugar patron.
3: Just yeah. for once, it's not somebody he's related to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yay, uh, what a win. It adds,
4: <laughs> it adds an interesting dynamic to the whole wolf and Adrian potential, too.
2: There's no romance going on, okay? Just stop trying to make that happen. Could, could there be? If you would free rent bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, think of what we're going to get in return for it. Come on, that's take really one for right. the
3: team. Yeah. <laughs> I think a Goliath is the only one that could physically withstand this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay.
3: Alright,
2: and
0: I Jesus. think that's it for this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, I think we'll, let's call it there. We're, we're at about an hour?
0: Yep, definitely.
1: Alright. Uh, so yeah, let's call it for, for today. You guys have, have set up uh, the chateau it is a, a bustling place now there's people here there are you know new relationships happening between the, the different NPCs that you you've brought on um in a in a let's actually before before we end it I, I wanna know what task what position do you assign for Because he's he's one of the original members of the Chateau. What is he in charge of? Is he like he does the manager of
2: uh, all the
0: ghosts. I don't know What is Strix want clear of rats? Uh,
2: <laughs> Yeah, he does the Charlie work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does the Charlie work. No, yep. he does a, a um, turndown service.
0: I mean, I would, you know, I, I would just straight up ask him. I was like, Strix, you know, like, what, what do you want to, what do you want to do here? You're kind of like. You could do stuff, or you could just hang out, or you can like research, or like, do yeah, you want to? We can't have a freeloader, that's for sure. What if, you, what you if we make leave and just <laughs> leave come back?
2: That's that's fine too.
4: What if we make him the the librarian? Like, he has to put books back and
1: you know, he organizes food. them. I, yeah. I like that. I like that. He 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 tends to take on a role with everything, so he does like training, uh, with Wolf, he he likes to sit and meditate, um, with Riff, but. But when you guys are researching in the library, he is the one cataloging the books. He's the one putting them back, climbing the shelves. I feel uh, like he sure. would enjoy it,
4: like yeah. it, the the busy work, and he feels like he's a part of the group yeah, doing he's something. He's got like a real stake in it,
3: you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. He he learns um the the, the Dewey Decimal System, uh, <laughs> lickety split, and and he is he is the keeper of the library.
0: Uh, and I would think after a while, you know, we, if we're looking for a specific type of book, we can make, Hey, Strix, know anything about this or yep. like, you know, by and so, yeah, title he'll, or he'll get, get
1: the book. He, like he knows what you're looking for or <laughs> nice. if it's even there, like if you know, you can just ask him versus having to He's spend the Google. time. He's yeah. your Google. There nice. you go. Um, but yeah, let's call it for today's episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I have been Alex, your DM with me. I have had.
2: Uh, Dash is Wolf.
0: Bentley Michaels is Referee and Night Meadow.
2: Rhett as Arthur Magnus.
0: Caleb as Scory Telbrun.
2: And Milo is Bull. Grab your swords and keep on
0: adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs.